Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Lesnar is the WWE champion again, just three weeks after he lost the belt to Bubbles Lashley at the Royal Rumble, which was just a few weeks after he'd won it in a match he wasn't supposed to be a part of. I am Luke Cohen, this is Randy Andy Datsun, and this is the WWE Elimination Chamber 2022 review here on the WrestleTalk Podcast channel. Please do give us a subscribe, press the thumbs up, that's actually really important. You can press the thumbs up button because it helps YouTube's algorithm tell other people that we're great. So thank you very much for that. Join in the conversation, wrestletalk.com forward slash support. Andy, let's kick things off yes. by talking about Brock Lesnar winning mm. the WWE Championship yet again. Mm-hmm. I think it is fair to say most people went into this show expecting Brock Lesnar to win. Did, were you one of those people? I was, and I wish I'd predicted it. Because <laughs> I went, oh, yeah. I'm, the Usos will probably win. And then Sock Puppet Sullivan said, oh, well, I'll go for Brock Lesnar. And I was like, oh, my God. How did I... Fi-? Yes, yes. No, I did expect Brock Lesnar to win. I even sort of... I think I'm not, I'm, I don't think I'm a genius in saying that I went, well, he's probably going to come in a bit later on and then just clear house. I yeah. think that was always going to happen because... That's what he does. It was not like he was going to start the match and be the Iron Man. No, and it was um, it, it was a match that I found frustrating in the build because the build was particularly that go home segment of Raw was this match may as well just be Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Yeah, because these other four do not matter in the slightest. Brock Lesnar is the star here, and Bobby Lashley is his only challenge in this. And it's since come out, since been reported, mm-hmm. Bobby's injured. Yes. Bobby Lashley got injured during that Brock Lesnar Royal Rumble match, so he was never really going to be a factor in this match anyway. It was why he hasn't wrestled on Raw. I hadn't even noticed that he's not wrestled well, on Raw. Did you spot during the Royal Rumble match that he every single suplex he took, he was landing sideways because oh. he because he must have hurt his shoulder early on? Because uh, I think we, yeah, when we were watching it uh, during the Jamble, everyone's like, why does he keep taking it sideways? Like every yeah. time, every time he sort of twisted in midair so that he landed on his side. Makes sense now, doesn't it? Yeah. And so apparently he's injured. He's out for possibly four months. 
going to go get shoulder surgery, which means he's going to miss WrestleMania, mm. which means they had to get the title off of Bobby. And yeah. I mean, Meltzer had reported after day one, the plan for Mania was Brock versus Reigns, title versus title. Yeah. So this was a way to get the belt back onto Brock and set up this big match for champion v champion at WrestleMania between him and the big dog. So I this this elimination chamber match was 15 minutes long. It must be the shortest of all time. It has to be the short. I'm pretty sure, pretty certain it's the shortest elimination How's chamber. It, have they changed the rules? Because since when was it only two minutes between each pod opening? So it, I think they might have even said on commentary it's five or like be yeah, two. Because I kept timing it. I was like, this is two minutes between two minutes and two minutes and fifteen seconds every single time. Yeah, they were. Well, they had a hard out yeah, for yeah. the show. So like it was a three hour show. They went two hours fifty in the end, and because they had the hard out of three mm. hours, that means they had to keep the elimination chamber matches short yes so it really flew by as a chamber match but also the chamber match ended up being bobby gets taken out quite early on because seth does a buckle bomb to austin theory and austin theory falls through his pod and bobby goes down and then medical personnel get in and they take bobby out the match Mm. and then it's essentially waiting for Brock Lesnar to get in <laughs> and kill everyone and Brock just gets in and chumpetizes every single one of them just pins Rollins pins Riddle pins AJ Styles and then he just toys with Austin Theory mm. I have, you were saying this earlier that some people were like oh man well, Austin Theory came out of this looking great I don't think he did I, I was I, I didn't like how they chumpetized everyone but and I don't think they need to make Brock Lesnar look cool no. But God, he looked cool. He did look great. Like, I mean, I thought the the Bobby Lashley being written out was a bit lame. Like, I, I get that they have to do it, but like, a, sort of being being hit by a bit of plastic and the amount of people they worked. Like, oh, as soon as he as soon as he got hit, he was he looked like out out of it. Yes, that's because he's selling. Yeah, that's his job. <laughs> but the way that Lesnar just kicks the plat the. The, the the bulletproof glass, uh, the kicks the plastic. It's very open bendy that bulletproof glass, and just and charges through, and then just kills everyone, and then theory hides in the pot, and Lesnar just comes in and boots the glass in. He looked amazing, but he didn't need to. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you, we were talking about this earlier. Like mm. he's Brock Lesnar. Yeah, and like, now they've got now they've got nothing for Raw. What's going to happen on Raw for that? Is, it, is the top title on Raw now the the US belt? Well, I guess, I mean, Brock's still there, so like, but he may be on SmackDown a lot because, as you say, like, he's going to be feuding with Reigns, unless Reigns is on he's Raw on, as well. But then that's good. They're going to have doubles to, up. Exactly. They're really going to have to try to make that not boring. Because if you take Reigns off of SmackDown, you've got nothing on SmackDown yeah. apart from Charlotte and Ronda, I guess. But it, I, I bring this report up a lot because I think it is so, it's so true to what our situation is with WWE, mm. which is that. There's a WWE talent uh, told Sean Ross this for Fightful Select. Outside of maybe four people in this company, nothing matters. Yeah. And I think you we could probably now deduce those four people are Brock, Roman, Charlotte, Ronda. Yeah. Because you look at the rest of Raw, nothing matters. You look at the rest of SmackDown, nothing matters. And what you then end up with this chamber match is a boring chamber match because all you're doing is waiting for Brock to come in. Yeah. Because the... AJ never stood a chance. Rollins never stood a chance. Riddle never stood a chance. Theory never stood a chance. Like Bobby was the only guy that would have stood a chance to win, and he was taken out of the match. Well, the, the thing was is that as soon as Bobby was out, I think the majority of people watching were like, "Well, someone's going to fill that pod." Yeah, and I, that made I everyone know. go, "Oh my god!" Your oh my god. live oh reactions god. to this, and so for the whole time we were sitting there going, 
Yeah, but but and then when Brock when Brock was even pinning it, Ethereum were like, well, there's still that pod. Are they gonna do? And then, then the girls went. Ding, ding, ding. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, well, that, really? that is it. And, and Ollie was like, no, but no, I still haven't seen the copyright thing. I was like, no, it, it's definitely over. Cody run down and blindside Brock Lesnar. Exactly. It's not going to be Cody Rhodes either. The, the, the man to dethrone Roman uh, to Brock Lesnar. That your reaction to it was was like, oh, Brock's won. Yeah, like literally. Huh. Oh, okay then. Yeah, like I did. I did enjoy it for the sort of the just the brutality that Brock showed, and it will put over Reigns eventually, presuming that he wins. But I think Reigns is winning. I think yeah, no, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, Reigns. Oh right, is sorry, sorry. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And therefore, it sort of. But then it just makes everyone look like a massive chub apart from Roman Reigns. Your problem there is, well, and actually this is the Royal Rumble's the exact same problem here, is that Royal Rumble ends up being a boring Royal Rumble because yeah. no one stood a chance to win it other than Brock Lesnar, who wasn't in the Rumble until number 30. Mm. So the whole time is just waiting until, all right, when does Brock get here? Is like, yeah, you're right. Once Reigns wins at WrestleMania, which I think we can probably all presume yeah. that he will, once he wins and Brock goes again, Who's Roman got? Like you, Rollins is probably about the only person because mm. he won via DQ at the Rumble, but he was the first eliminated here. And what did he do in this match that made Rollins look great? Like Rollins was just in there to be chumpetized by yeah. Brock. They were, they were, it was just a kind of a holding match. Yeah, uh, they, were, they were just doing their moves, and it was fun enough. But at no point was I thinking, "Oh man, Rollins is getting some real momentum here," or AJ's. Oh, AJ could win this. It was just a matter of time until until Brock came in, and that kind of ruins the the excitement. It does. You, I, I think you're right on that as well. Like I was thinking about, and the only reason I've been thinking about it is because I've been listening to a podcast that was reviewing mm. it, the 2013 Elimination Chamber show. Um, in that match, you had Jack Swagger getting over his new character of mm -hmm. the uh, the We the People, the real American Jack Swagger, and all of this sort of stuff. You had Mark Henry re-establishing himself as this unstoppable monster. It took four guys hitting their finishes to get yeah, him yeah. out. And you had the drama between Kane and Daniel Bryan uh, as Team Hell No. So from that one chamber match, you had three storylines that then spread off and then factor into WrestleMania. This chamber had one storyline, which is Brock is brilliant. Yeah. Which is a great storyline, only that's the storyline you told at the Royal Rumble. It was also the storyline you told at day one. So you achieved absolutely nothing with this match other than damaging other people. I, I, I don't know what's going to come out of this because you've got Riddle, who presumably will just, I guess, go back to the whole... So go to back the tag bro, division, yeah. And probably won't mention it. Or he'll be like, oh, yeah, well, he threw me really high. Um, <laughs> and it's like, all like, oh, Austin Theory was really high on that part, wasn't he? And man, you're like, oh, you... Theory will take selfies of, of things. Yeah, he'll just a go back to Austin, uh, back to McMahon even. Seth will go, ha, 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 and I don't know, feud for the... Who's the who is the United States champion? Damien Priest. Damien Priest. Like, maybe it'll be... Who's he feuding with? Anyone? No, Definitely? he just beat AJ. Okay, he's just beating people. So, I mean, I don't know, Rollins against Priest. I thought I saw people fancy booking Rollins Cody as like a kind of... he's He was the... the, the, the Triple H group. Oh, the authority. The authority, like yeah. the authority guy, and then Cody coming in, and like that sort of. I see there's a bit of a storyline going yeah. in there, but. Like, but like, what did this match do for AJ? Because AJ, the report is he's going to be feuding with Edge 
going into WrestleMania. And that's so, cool. Which is cool. But, but what did this <laughs> match do for AJ? AJ, you can't come back and go, oh man, I, I really, I almost won that. Like, no, you didn't. Yeah, like, exactly. And Edge can come in and go, I really want to face AJ Styles because he, he's, he's one of the best he's ever. He's the best ever. And I'm sure it'll be a really cool match and they'll build to it because they're AJ Styles and Edge. And eventually I'm sure I'll go, Oh, I don't actually care about the chamber, but that's the key excited. to it. That's the key to it, isn't it? Is the like WWE breed apathy. Mm. So like their whole mantra of wins and losses don't matter all of a sudden rings true. Yeah. Because come WrestleMania, we're all just gonna be like, oh man, I can't wait to see AJ versus Edge, which means that really matches don't matter. Yeah. All you're getting to is just the hype for a match, and then it's just the hype for the next match doesn't actually matter what the results of any of it is. It's just whatever the hype is for the next match. And it's not like Brock's going to be having matches every week to kind of prove himself as, no, a, as ne- a worthy champion. The next match he'll have will be at WrestleMania. It'll be... He, either he or Roman will open every single show, probably, and they'll cut a promo on each other. And then for the rest of the next two and a half hours, it's, it's just is going to be... Well, and it's going to be Becky and, and Bianca kind of... Yeah. F- which I think will be great. Promo battles, which would be, be cool... Um, you saw three hours though. Like, there's a lot. And then I don't know what is going to happen on that. Well, we'll certainly see when we get into it. I I was curious this morning. My kid fell asleep on me this morning. She mm. didn't sleep very well last night, which is one of the reasons why the news was slightly late today. Yes. Um, but she was asleep on me, and I was just listening to Sean and Denise reviewing the show, and I went onto CageMatch.net, which is yes. a wonderful website, and I was just curious when was the last time Brock Lesnar was a part of a match that mm. wasn't for either the WWE title or the Universal title. And outside of the three rumbles he's been in, one of which he was champion, and that Money in the Bank match that he yeah. was not supposed to be a part of, the last time Brock Lesnar had a match that wasn't for either the WWE Championship or the Universal Championship was when he got beat by Goldberg at Survivor Series in 2016. Five and a half years ago. Five and a half years ago was the last time Brock Lesnar was not involved in a championship picture. And my worry is... Like I, since Brock came back at SummerSlam last year, and he came back as Farmer Brock, and he's got his little mm, onion smiling. hair, smiling yeah. the big beard, and I think he looks awesome. And he's been babyface Brock. People have really gotten into him. Yeah. And I, we have, you know, you, you look at sort of comments and stuff that we get on our channel here. You go onto Twitter and you see the reaction to him. The reaction actually in the building. This is the first time I think since 2016, 2017, yeah. people are into Brock Lesnar. My worry is that giving him day one, having him beat Big E, then having him win the Royal Rumble, and then winning the Elimination Chamber, and just beating everyone mercilessly on the way there, is going to turn people against him. And I, I kind of hope not, because I've been enjoying Brock, mm. and I've been enjoying people being into Brock, and I hope that this doesn't like detract from that and the build to WrestleMania. And you, and you sort of, you, the thing is, you build him to WrestleMania, and then if he, as we assume, loses, then all those people who are really got into him i mean i assume he'll disappear because that's what brock does and then you've got all these guys who are so into brock all these fans who are so into brock and i mean i i do like this character of brock i've really enjoyed seeing this sort of more goofy side of him and and kind of see him being cheered for once not not, not for once but and so when wrestlemania comes around and he and he loses then all of that kind of momentum that he's built as a babyface is just like, it's gone. And mm. then you've got Roman Reigns as the double champion. Does Roman then go, well, I don't need two of these. 
and just gives God, one up. Oh, man, could you imagine if he just vacates one of them? That'd be rubbish. Or, or, or like, do, 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 does he unify them? But Vince wants two belts because that's two sources of income for the, the merch. There's my, the last thing I wanted to say on the Elimination Chamber, which... I mean, it was only 15 minutes. There isn't a whole amount to say to it. And, you know, Brock did the F5 to Austin Theory off the pod, which was a very scary, like... But I think very safe bump at the same very, time. I mean, I feel sorry for his poor old knees. knees but yes, yeah, yeah. at least he landed on his feet, more or less. Um, and like, yeah, I think you said this on the live reactions as well. They filmed it brilliantly because they got the really low angle yeah, on yeah. it to make it look like it was 100 feet in the air. It was like off the top of the Statue of Liberty or something. Mm. Um, the, the last thing I wanted to mention is that what they've done with Brock isn't dreadful no you know winning uh, winning the title at day one winning the rumble um we're losing the title of the rumble winning the rumble winning elimination chamber kind of in isolation isn't terrible if it was multiple people doing multiple storylines yeah like what we have done is we've used the road to wrestlemania as lame as the term that is to build one guy yes and it's one guy that probably won't be there after mania so it's kind of a waste of time. And I don't think I'm... If, if, if Brock had come back three weeks before Mania and gone, I want Roman, and just challenged him, I think I would have been maybe not quite as excited about the match as I am now that he's had this build, but I wouldn't be far off it. Because like, yeah. it's Brock Lesnar. He he doesn't need to win the Rumble to to have a to get a championship match. He can turn up whenever he likes. It's the same as like Charlotte Flair or, was, or Ronda Rousey. Didn't need to win the Rumble you to, set it to up. challenge. You're absolutely right. Like you set that up with Brock Lesnar turning. Oh, sorry, with Paul Heyman turning on yeah. him in the Roman match. Like you set up your Roman Brock Mania match mm. in that moment. There, you then didn't need to have him win the Rumble and win the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, because that that if you as the the Wrestle Votes report was. If you have no idea what you're doing for your WWE Championship match, at least give a guy who you want to build the Rumble, and then you can figure out from there who you want him to face at WrestleMania. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> it, it, it's a bit of a frustrating situation, I feel, as a fan. Um, I mean, this WrestleMania isn't for us. No. It's not for you and I as sort of like the, the, the hardcore wrestling fans who are doing a live stream on YouTube and like all for the people that are watching this because they're trying to appeal to the mass market yeah. with Brock versus Roman, Ronda versus Charlotte, um, the Johnny Knoxville versus Sammy, Logan Paul coming in to be mm. the Miz's tag partner. St you know, this and the other. So it's like they are not making a mania for us. And it reminds me a little bit of back in sort of 2012, 2013, 2014 time when it was, let's do 2014, Mania came about the part-timers. Yeah. And it was all about like, what are our big part-time matches here? And then all of those part-timers go mm. and the main roster talent that's left there being like, well, now we've got to carry the company for another year until the part-timers come back. Yeah. And I'm worried now that we're in a situation where we're just going to have celebrity matches and part-time matches for Mania and then the main roster talent is going to have to carry the rest of this company until they all come back again for their matches the following WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, it's difficult because I am looking forward to WrestleMania, as I always look forward to WrestleMania. Of course. But I just, yeah, the build, the next few weeks, it's it's going to be just sort of, okay, but what is everyone else doing? Because yeah, we, right. Because we know, is it just going to be a bunch of kind of exhibition matches that don't mean anything? Or are we going to try and build a bunch of blood feuds? Are you just going to go, oh, well, Kevin Owens hasn't got anything. I guess we'll just 
maybe we're going to put him in the Sami Zayn uh, Johnny Knoxville match. Or like, are we just going to make these matches like they do with Mansoor? I don't know where Mansoor was, by the way, on this card. Um, but yeah, like, weird that he wasn't there. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. Maybe he's not, he's not well. Um, but I, why is everyone else going to do it? it, it it's, there is so like given that they usually have what like fifteen to sixteen matches on a WrestleMania card, and only like I would say th three are confirmed, and maybe five others are like almost certain. So you've got probably an an entire night of WrestleMania to fill with nothing. Yeah, well, what you end up with, Andy, is that tag team turmoil match with with all the women tag teams well, that went on for like fell over on the ramp, <laughs> went on for like fifty minutes or something. <laughs> Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Let's see what you have to say about this in the Ultra Chat support. Uh, sorry, wrestletalk.com forward slash support. Get involved in the conversation. Micah says, fun fact, Brock has not only been involved in a title match of Mania since 2015. In two occasions, Mania 32, when he faced Ambrose in the last year because he wasn't there. Every other one, he's in the title match. Build new stars, WWE, for God's sake. Hashtag this company. 
Um, yeah, I mean, there's, well, I put up that post yesterday being like, you know, here is what Brock has done in like mm. 49 days. And everyone was like, yeah, we're glad they built that new star, Brock Lesnar, who was in his 20th year oh, no, on the man, main roster. The theory, he already got the rub last night. <laughs> Didn't he just looking like yeah, a coward? He, he, did a, he did a low blow. He did what Vince said. Yeah. When he did that drop kick, mm. it was pretty great. But then Brock just got back up yeah. and beat him up again. Uh, Kevin says apparently Bobby is injured so the concussion angle was a way to write him off I guess WWE just went well let's put it on Brock again I guess for some reason I have zero interest in watching this Wrestlemania but it might be fun with you guys I, ju- I just I just think there was a less lame way of writing Bobby out like I don't know like break the glass he I don't know he comes out and then he's I don't know he get or he there must be a way to actually make it look like he's hit his head mm. Because it didn't look like it hit his head at any point. Um, which I know you don't want to hit his head. Well, we don't want him to like mad cat moss it or whatever. <laughs> oh, but yeah, like, just, just to kind of to make a prove a point. But it and no point did I was like was I like, oh yeah, he, yeah he's actually hurt. It, yeah. it was very unconvincing. Uh, the mayor of Painesville, Dan, said, hope you guys are well. What a crappy road to mania this is. WWE finds something that works because Brock is fantastic right now and they are creatively bankrupt, so that's all they will focus on. Nothing else matters, like Metallica says. Well, I hope you like Metallica because you're going to hear Sad But True uh, for The Undertaker's mm. Hall of Fame music, or a bunch, I feel. Who do you think is uh, inducting him? Well, I mean, it's got to be Kane, right? You'd think so. I've seen some people be like, well, I hope it's Triple H. Why? <laughs> of because all people. At three WrestleMania matches. Like, Michaels makes sense. Michaels, Kane, or Vince. Yeah, those are my three. But for me, I'd want it to be Kane. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kane, I'd, in order, Kane, Vince, Sean. Yes. Is that the same order for you? I think so. I, I, any of them would work perfectly. Yeah. And I'm sure they'd all do a good job of doing it. Even even Vince rambling on about... <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's a dead man. Such a Hall of Fame career. Yeah, you don't want to do the, the Vince doing a long Hall of Fame speech. I first brought it on in 1991. And then, but then at like this speech where everyone's sort of wearing their suits, does The Undertaker then come out and be like, Rest in peace. I had a great career in the WWE. <laughs> Uh, ben Crossley says, Money in the Bank, day one, fatal four. Day one, fatal four way, Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber. I'm so glad that they're finally pushing a new young guy. Wait, no. I'm so glad that the new young guy will get the rub from beating Brock. Wait, no. This wasn't company. It, wasn't it a fatal five way? Well, yes, but I mean, he was right. It was originally yes. a fatal four way. Originally, it was a singles match. Mm. Um, ben Crosley adds, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be too mad if they unified the belts, but they can't build any new stars. So why have a single company champion floating between both brands saves them the trouble of making a mid-carder seem viable only to be buried and saves us the pain? I think you're right. Like, it's probably a merchandising thing. It's two belts to sell on WWEshop.com. Also, like... You've got two competing networks. Actually, maybe this is the best way to have the networks like appease both of them is that you give both of them Roman Reigns. But yeah, but that does it does dilute Roman Reigns for me. Hugely so. Um, I, I can't I can't see them going. Oh, we've got one belt now, and it's a WWE Championship. Uh, I think there has to be two top belts because they are so set on. No, the the one on SmackDown is blue, and the one on the other one is black. But it once was red. It was. I've, I've, I was thinking about this on the drive here. Isn't it weird how we've just accepted that it's called the Universal Championship, mm. which is a really <laughs> rubbish name for a world title? But we now just say it. Oh yeah, yeah. it's for the Universal Championship. And like, never at any point have we do we sort of sit there and go, 
It's a crap name, though, isn't it? It's rubbish. Yeah, bring back big gold. Uh, Greg Murphy says, I like the idea of champ versus champ. However, not on a two-night mania, but I'm going to night one, so I could potentially miss the only men's match that the company cares about. I was very surprised at how quickly Rollins and Styles got pinned too. Yeah, that's an interesting point, isn't it? If I give it, not everyone's going to be going to both nights. Mm. And I reckon that this is night two and night, night one. Night two's main event. Yeah, night, like night, last year. Yeah, yeah, like last year. I think this will be night two's main event and night one will be Ronda Charlotte. Roman defends it on night one. Big Show comes out, challenges him to, to a match on night. I don't know. Ah, uh, the that, real WrestleMania main event. <laughs> Ollie, Ollie seemed to think like, oh no, you could, you could, Roman could lose one belt. I'm like, yeah, but that's not, you can't just lose one belt because then he can't go, uh, the whole point is that he's, un, he's completely undefeatable. Um, I know, but Co- what if Cody could come back? <laughs> it, it, Ollie's convinced that Cody could be the guy. It's either, I think Ollie thinks either Cody or Bron Breaker. Well, I mean, Cody is, like apparently the report is he's coming in for a big push. Yeah. I mean, I'd be mean, funny when when Miz said I'm gonna go find, gonna make a call to someone. I did write like, "Lol, I bet it's Cody." Like, <laughs> bringing Cody for this crap mid card, just so lower mid card, just so he can be on Miz TV. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Hover J said, "Heard on Sean's stream and found it intriguing. Four black WWE champions, each of them had their reign ended by Brock Lesnar. I mean, it's true. I don't think it's intentional. No, no. Someone did chat that in yesterday. We were like, oh, that's interesting." I don't think they're doing that on purpose. I don't, yeah. like, I don't think they're building uh, like, Br- Brock Lesnar. He hates the, he hates black champions. He's the man. And we've got another black one called Brock. He's some super the, mad about it. Some of my best defeated champions are black. Karen Albright said, I was curious how you guys think Lesnar's chamber compares to Shayna's chamber win in 2020, seeing as they both eliminated everyone. Thanks and jam that jam. Um... Shayna's man. If Shayna's chamber had the two minutes, mm. it probably wouldn't have felt quite so bad because she was in the five-minute version, and she was just like, you know, Liv came in and she just tap her out quickly, and then just wait. It's like, oh, here comes Sarah Logan, just tap her out quickly. That match was turgidly boring. It did have Natalia in it as well? Like, <laughs> um, I, this was this was much more exciting, sim- simply because. Lesnar is such a dynamic performer and such is, an exciting yeah. performer. Not saying that Baszler isn't, but the way that Re- Lesnar also puts away his his opponents feels more exciting. Like I get that the Kirafuda clutch is a cool move, but it when when they just walk out and then immediately get pit, get get tapped out, and like you say, then she stands there for four minutes. You're going. Yeah. Oh come yeah. on! Like I get that you want to do the whole five minutes, but you could easily kayfabe this and just bring someone out every two minutes. I don't know. Dave Meltzer's at home timing is. Yeah. We can write about that in the Observer. Um, Fox Warrior eighty eight also adds. Fun fact: Brock has taken the WWE Championship off every African American wrestler who's held the belt. Happy Black History Month. Um, Bezo Banks said, "Here's a terrible fact for you: uh, We've only had four Black WWE Champions, <laughs> and Brock has ended all of their reigns. Glad Bianca won, and her and Becky have the story to main event." Because unless you add Sasha and Naomi to that Ronda Charlotte match, I don't care. Ronda Charlotte is one on one. Yes, I'm sorry, I, I I'm gutted for her too, but Naomi ain't being added to that match. And I do think it's weird that they kept bringing up Sasha Banks mm. before it was announced as uh, Ronda, but she's not being added to it either. No, Naomi was there simply so that 
for Ron- a tag match. Yeah, well, like, well, so that Ronda didn't get beaten up too much. Yeah, she was there to be a tag partner. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, for now, Tenruz has said, we are probably entering an era of manias the same as when it began in the 80s with heavy celebrity integration and exhibition type matches. Vince is going back in time with many aspects right now. Also, induct Cindy Lauper into the Hall of Fame, you cowards. Who? Yeah, who's your pick for celebrity Hall of Fame this year? Fred Durst. Fred Durst would be an amazing Hall of Fame inductee. It's the leasing on Limbiscuit. Ah, oh, that makes sense. With uh, The Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Oh, man, you've hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. With The Undertaker going in, it makes even more sense to do and it now. Fred Durst could induct The Undertaker, and then The Undertaker could induct Fred Durst. I, well, why don't I think of Fred Durst being the, in- <laughs> the man to induct the Hall of Fame? Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the Undertaker! Yeah, no, it makes way more sense for yeah, it yeah. to be Fred Durst now, now that you've said it. it. Um, yeah, I just think, like, they're WWE's favourite band. Mm. Take know, that, Adam, we've booked that. And and actually, finally, they're relevant again, but they haven't yes. been relevant since 2001, so maybe now is the time to do it. Uh, let's go through the rest of this show. I don't think it'll take as much long. Uh, Rey Mysterio and The Miz were on the pre-show. Reg won. Uh, there was a fun spot in this when Miz tried to do the Eddie Guerrero thing. Yeah. So like he had a chair and Dom took the chair off of him. So Miz kicked the steel stairs and then like grabbed his arms. And the referee turned around at the big bang that he'd heard and saw Dominic standing there with the chair. And The Miz was like, oh, ow. I mean, you did make the point on the live stream. Right. Well, surely that's a DQ. Yeah. <laughs> if, if the ref believes that the Miz has been hit with a chair, then that's a DQ. And I should have had the point. I got screwed again. But <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, it's the right, obviously the right decision for Ray, Ray to win with, uh, with W2K22 because it hits different. It's coming out in a couple of weeks. Um, and it's probably the right. At the time, I was like, why is it on the pre show? And then I realized, oh, no, because the pre show is available to everyone to watch it. But I just think the Mysterios are coming across as really unlikable. Like, yeah, I mean, it, it was some. First of all, there's something weird about Rey Mysterio getting a piggyback from Dominic <laughs> all the way to the ring. That's that's a weird visual immediately. And then they keep cheating to win and acting as if that's okay. Well, yeah, which is kind of the Miz's point, really, isn't it? It's yeah. just like when I cheat, people boo me. But when you do it, you get compared to and Eddie then, Guerrero. Not that they just they didn't just beat him. They then just kept just. Beating him up after the match. It's yeah, like, it was weird. You're wasn't not. It? You're not baby faces. I know you're Rey Mysterio and his son, but I mean, I... So the, Miz has now got to go call in Logan Paul to yeah. come and help him out to, to to really be a heel, so that people can boo him even more because they're like, oh man, the Mysterios are really not very nice, are they? We really need a, someone that everyone hates. Well, at least WWE have got the foresight this time to know that. Logan Paul's going to get booed. Yes. That's, that's not happened the last time they brought him in. Do you remember like, for that moist TV segment where they're like, yeah. here comes big baby face hero Logan Paul. <laughs> Bring in Jake Paul next time. I don't know. I just think they're coming across as really unlikable and I hope they turn each other. I'd, I'd, I'd rather see them two face each other at WrestleMania yeah. than, the Miz, than the Miz and Logan Paul in a tag match. Uh, we had first up on the main show Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. The mm. entrances for this match took 16 minutes, which is longer than the main event. Why didn't Goldberg do the whole get the? I'm assuming there are no like changing locker rooms. Well, it's, it's already been 16 minutes, Andy. We don't need to add an extra four onto this. The bloody the Roman AR is 
proper crap, isn't it? It's, the... a, bit, it's a bit rubbish. <laughs> uh, and it's, yeah. it's it's the worst of all of them. And that's saying, actually, no, the Bianca Belair one with the hairy lips. <laughs> I like the Belair one with the little whipping sound. Oh, it's horrid. <laughs> But yeah, 16 minutes. And this is, you know, this is what WWE is now. It mm. is all about the entrances. The matches come uh, secondary. Yeah, like the main event, the Elimination Chamber main event of this show, called Elimination Chamber, was 15 minutes. The entrances for this match were 16 minutes long. By the time we got to the next Chamber match, the women's one, mm. 14 minutes of the show had passed and we'd had five minutes of wrestling. Can you imagine, like, Look at any show that's on TV that's an hour long and what they accomplish in 40 minutes. And WWE accomplish nothing in no. 40 minutes. And we sit there and we're like, yeah, well, that's, that's about standard. And the thing is, the, the thing, my issue with this match is it's a, it's a similar issue with the Brock Lesnar thing is that, yes, Roman looks kind of cool coming out of it. But first of all, beating Goldberg doesn't feel like a big deal anymore because he keeps losing. And it didn't seem difficult to beat Goldberg either. Yeah. Goldberg got in a couple of spears and then failed to hit two jackhammers and then was just choked out. Yeah. Like, despite grabbing the rope, even. Well, Roman did pull him off the ropes. Mm. So, like... I'm you, not sure that's allowed, though, if you, if you grab the ropes, the referee gives you the five count to, to break the hold. And yeah. Roman just dragged him off and, and kept the whole, the whole blind in. So I don't think it's a, it's a problem with that. But you're right, like, Goldberg... Roman in his promo said, I'm going to Goldberg Goldberg. And he did. And he actually did. He just steamrolled through him. Yeah, Goldberg hit two spears, but that was it. This was all Roman. And Roman locked in that guillotine and then, yeah, he just tapped him out. You and Ollie were just waiting for Goldberg to power out yeah. and like make, and we'll go into the final third of this match. I was like, nope. I've written my notes here. Lol, Roman just wins. Yeah, I... I wouldn't be upset if that's Goldberg's last ever match. Apparently it is. I, I, I kind of hope it is. I, it feel, and like, I can't speak for Goldberg, obviously, but it, it doesn't feel like he cares that much anymore. And I'm sure he'll come out and roar tomorrow as big baby face and, and, and show that he's care. So that he cares like, like Ronda did, but I, I, I don't think he cares. He's, he's almost 60. He managed to bust himself open somehow without hitting his head yeah, on anything. I don't know what he did there. Like, I know that he's old, but is that, did he just scratch his head and then he, just, like, cut himself? Or did, he cut, have a, did he have a spot? Cut himself while shaving his head. Yeah. Just, like, a little nick on there. She gets manscaped or Harry's. I don't know. Just, but, uh, yeah. He just did, he look, it looked like a sad... It didn't look like, oh, man, Roman's being Goldberg. It was like... Uh, yeah. It is amazing how Goldberg has coasted off his one good year that he had mm. in 1998 to like get him to this point. Yeah, here. All the footage in the promo was from 1998. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was it wasn't a nothing match really. But apparently, according to you know, Fightful said that uh, Goldberg had one more match left on his deal. That yeah. was this match. Goldberg is now a free agent, so. AEW confirmed. Him and Shane turn up. Him and Shane turn up. They're the new power couple of uh, of AEW now that Cody and Brandy have gone. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so Goldberg even is on Instagram before the show started being like talking about how this is his final match in WWE and possibly his final match as an in-ring performer ever. And it feels if this is it, it'd be quite sad as a way for Goldberg to go out. Like, I, I mean, it was better than the Undertaker match, I, and I'd much rather this than him beating the Fiend. But even so, it was a stinker of a match. The way Goldberg needs to go out is the Dolph Ziggler match. 
Yeah, he what? Just, he yes, he needs absolutely. to kill someone yeah. and then be like, I'm out. That's me. I'm done. I, I, you're Love next. That. I kill you. Like, even if it's Dolph Ziggler again, yeah, someone who can just bump like crazy. I'd for love him. it to be the Miz because the Miz would sell that so brilliantly. I, I would. Yeah, he needs. He needs that more than anyone. I mean, that the, him and Lita didn't do a very good job this week of both going. It's probably yeah, not from my last match actually. Like, <laughs> so you're losing then. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think. As much as I wouldn't be like over, I'm not a big Goldberg fan or anything like that, but I, I think it'd be nice for him and his kind of legacy if he can go out on top. Um, sort of. Up next was the Women's Elimination Chamber. It was Bianca Belair versus Dewdrop versus Rhea Ripley versus Nikki, almost a superhero, versus Liv Morgan versus Alexa Bliss. No baggy t-shirts. No, boy, I'm glad they covered, <laughs> they, I'm glad they covered up that skin by making them all look like gimps. Like they, yeah. So what they had instead was skin tight suits, like especially Liv Morgan's one man. Like she was... came out looking like Britney Spears. <laughs> like, oops, I did it again. And it was, you know, because of the Saudi culture and stuff, you can't like you don't want to sexualize women. But like by not having to wear the baggy t-shirts, they looked more sexualized here than they would have done in their regular <sighs> ring gear. And the thing is, some of them look really cool in their in their kind of. Their tight, their, their tight costumes. Others did clearly made Charlotte look rubbish <laughs> yeah. in her one. I like Ronda coming out in her gear. I thought that was that cool. was cool. that was cool. Um, but here is my hot take for this match, Andy. Mm-hmm. Here is my hot take, and I am stunned that you and Ollie were annoyed about this during the live stream reactions. I'm stunned. I've listened to Fightful's review. And I've listened to Going In Raw's review of the show. No one seems to be annoyed about this. Why is Alexa Bliss still evil? The yes. whole no, point. Did point that out. Ollie, Ollie rebuffed me and was like, "Oh no, no, she just she was she's over Lily now. She's still evil." But just what was the point of any <laughs> of it? We have spent weeks and weeks of her doing these like therapy sessions, and the doctor in the end said, "And now you're cured." And she came out exactly <laughs> the same as she was before she'd left. What was the point of any of it? Yeah, but it was good. It had a swing though. Oh my cool? god, yeah, she's got a <laughs> swing in there as well. Like, I hated this so much. I'm like, why did you waste my time being like, and then this new Alexa Bliss is going to come out and people are like, oh yeah, she's going to be this, she's going to go back to being Little Miss Bliss or the goddess or this and the other. No, she is still Fiend Bray, she is still Fiend Bray Wyatt, Lady Fiend. And, but that's it. What was the point of anything? But, and, but, and Bianca winning was the right decision. But Yes, it was. Now what? For Bliss. Well, that's it. Yeah, like you was you booked yourselves into a corner here of Bianca Belair had to win this mm. match because you've been telling a story since SummerSlam that Bianca Belair is going to beat Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Yeah. So Bianca Belair had to win this match. And in order to do so, you had to beat Alexa Bliss, who's literally just come back. Just With all of that, all those vignettes, those, I mean, I say hours of like TV time. Mm. It was like, I don't know, 90 seconds per vignette. But that TV time, that build, that hype, that anticipation squandered for a pointless uh, I've got nothing against Alexa Bliss as a person because I know when you start to rag on Alexa Bliss there will be people who are just like you just hate Alexa Bliss don't hate Alexa Bliss I hate the way that the company treats her though because I think the company treats her like dog crap a lot of the time and they put her into these bad situations so I hated the fact that her character hasn't changed in the least which Mm. renders everything above that pointless and more so it ruins all of the emotion that came from that Charlotte feud yeah. of Charlotte ripping up Lily. All of that is gone now. Like she didn't even come out with the fake Lily doll that was given to her by the therapist. Mm. So like nothing on this matters. And 
it's it's a shame because seeing Alexa back in the ring was really cool. Like mm. hitting her moves, she was it. She wrestled really well. And the, was great. The, the, the final three or the final four was actually really good fun. But it, like, if, if the thing is, if if you want to bring Alexa Bliss back, don't have her just immediately lose because then it's like, okay, well, what's just, next for her? What's next? Just I don't know. Shuffle. Dana Brooke or something. Oh, why wasn't it Dana Brooke? Uh, why wasn't it Tamina? Shotzi or I know she's on SmackDown, but just put, man, someone, just put someone random in there. in there. Carmella or Zelina, Queen Zelina, like one of the yeah. women's tag team champions. Oh, they caught their tag team. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that the tag teams, like the women's tag they team can, champions, they're not feuding. Carmella can go in, do a serviceable job, lose, and Alexa can come back the next night on Raw when you've actually figured out what this new character is, as opposed to just bringing her back exactly the same as she was before, coming out to the same music, the same entrance, the same swinging nonsense. Monday, she walks back into the room and goes, I "Clearly didn't help, Doctor. I need more of these sessions." <laughs> I proper belly laugh though when they did all the entrances for this because you had Bel Air, Dewdrop, Ripley, Nikki, Ash, and Liv Morgan came out. But Nikki and Liv were starting the match. Yeah. So, and then Alexa Bliss comes out last. And I'm like, is Alexa starting with them? <laughs> is it? Are they starting it as a triple threat? And then she just walks around to go into the box. So they gave her the big superstar pop. The, the other thing is well about this, Belair got booed. Mm. Belair won this match. Looked awesome doing it. She hit this awesome riptide on Rhea Ripley. She hit this all, Bianca Belair is an incredible wrestler. She's mm. such a wonderful talent and a very lovely person. I, yes, to everyone asking, I am taller than her. Yes. Um, it's, WWE do a very good job of making the women look, uh, making everyone look taller than they are. But I towered over her and Trent Seven. Funny <laughs> enough, the only person I didn't was Angelo Dawkins because he's massive. Um, you mean Gary Gordon? Who? You know his shoot name is Gary Gordon. Is it really? It's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say some crap footballer from like a Division Two league no, team. He sounds no like he's played for one of them. That's what he would be like. I thought you were going to say like some crap Division Two no league player. That, Gary Gordon that, down the wing. That he looks a bit like. <laughs> no, that's his actual name. Yeah, is yeah. Gary Gordon. <laughs> Gary down the wing. It's Gary <laughs> Gordon. Um, anyway, what was I So yeah, so Bianca Belair looked awesome in this. But because this crowd were really hot for Alexa Bliss because she did the yeah. big return, they booed Bel Air winning. Yes. That is a misstep right there. She looks like a dweeb. Um, not, not like a dweeb, but the whole point of this was to put Bianca yeah. over. So don't put someone... You, that was why I when I went during the predictions, I said Bianca's winning. Oh, no. No, Alexa's winning. <laughs> okay, no, I'm going to stick with Bianca because I was like... Why put in someone who you know is, other than probably Becky, the most over woman in your company in terms of pure fan support? I know there are people who don't like Alexa, but the 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 fans who do like Alexa are incredibly vocal. 100%. And so then to put her, not just in the match, but also in the final two and have her very nearly win, you just immediately make... Bianca the bad guy. Yeah, it was, and it was a really good sequence between the two of them. But you are yeah. right; like, I, I think it, it didn't do anything for Bel Air, which is a shame. Uh, Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville took on Ronda Rousey and Naomi. Um, this was house show shenanigans. Yeah, and it was perfectly serviceable. Ronda wins. I like the finish of this of Ronda tapping out Sonya Deville, which totally makes sense. While Charlotte Flair stood on the apron, yeah. didn't help, and then left being like, "I'm still the champion." And, you know, I'll see where WrestleMania. This was 
exactly what you need to do. It's yeah. the perfect tag match to build the singles match at WrestleMania. And I did really, I really liked how they presented Ronda in, mm. her, in her judoka um, outfit. Uh, should have been wearing some socks though. Um, but like, yeah, like you say, it, it, it was the only way they could book this match. 100%. It was the perfect match to do at this point of the feud. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I like it. Ollie was like, how how is she going to do an armbar with one arm? Like you only you don't need you only need one arm. Yeah. You need your legs is what you need. Um, yeah, um, some cool spots and yeah, like you say, it was the it was the only way to do it. I'm also glad that someone has had a word with Ronda and been like, get over it, mate. Like yeah. you have got to stop letting fans' negativity towards you affect your performance. Because when she came back at the Rumble and she cut that promo afterwards, she's like, "I don't care. I don't want to be here. Mm. This is stupid. I'm, I'm here because I'm contractually obli obligated to be here." And then was on Raw being like, "No, I'm Ronda Rousey, and I don't like any of you. Looking bored out of her tits." And then someone had a word with her and be like, cheer up, mate. Have a Coke and a smile, will you? And shut the F up. And she came out on SmackDown and she was actually being Ronda Rousey again. And she's been so much more enjoyable since then. Yeah. No, I, I and I, it should be Becky, in my opinion, because Becky's on her pinder. But it's, because this was always going to be the match, they're building to it now. I just don't, I'm not looking forward to how many weeks we got? Like six weeks, yeah, six of, weeks Ronda of this, yeah. Rousey, Charlotte Flair promos. Because Charlotte Flair heel promos are tedious. And Ronda Rousey isn't a brilliant promo. They're not going to be doing like Ronda matches or anything like that. So, I mean, we'll see what... Yeah, I'm going to rip your arm off. And then Charlotte going, Oh, Ronda, you're going to I mean, me. I think you're right. And like a lot of people said it should have been the Becky match. Like, But this is the match that WWE always wanted, which mm. was Ronda versus Charlotte. And we're going to get... I mean, the report is it's Ronda Becky next year. Which actually, yeah. I think, almost elevates the Ronda Becky match. That that's the second match that they're doing. Wait, does that mean Ronda? So presumably, Ronda wins and sticks I think around I, all year. Well, apparently so. Yeah, she's here for an entire year, entire calendar year. Uh, I think Ronda is winning at Mania, and then she'll drop the belts at some point. Either that, or they'll do title for title again. <laughs> I mean, you know, if this is a, hey, like once in a lifetime, and then you mm. just like, well, we'll just do the same thing again next year. Yeah. Like, you know, that's not I'm out of WWE's realm. Drew McIntyre took on Mad Cat Moss. Um, Thankfully, Mad Cat Moss is okay. <laughs> yes. The word is he was fine when he walked backstage. I don't know how, because the... this was proper Sabu Chris Benoit dropped under his goddamn head. He just must have been completely disoriented. Because why did you not put your arms out? I'm it wasn't not... like he was like being tossed around a lot. He just went, well... Um, this is me. I'm going headfirst into this. And oh there was Lord. the entire uh, wrestling community at the same time went, oh, it was disgustingly horrible. And it was like, yeah, he landed proper and it says, you haven't seen it. Drew did the Alabama slam. And rather than sort of went face forward, like Madcap Moss like just went face and down. Sort of tucked his head a Tucked bit. his head and his head went straight into the mat and his neck bent in a horrible spirit. Credit to Baron Corbin. I was going to say. Immediately get you out of there. Yeah. And the referee was down there and I think Drew covered for it really well. Like they did an amazing job of making sure that he was okay. I'm amazed they didn't just go straight to the finish. Yeah. And and Drew then uh, is like, yeah, oh, sorry, man, I really didn't mean to do that but I'm actually going to try and decapitate both of you with this sword now. And then they did a Falls Count Anywhere match where the fall was in the middle of the ring. The, the other thing I should as well on this is 
you know, it's 4K anyway. Just make it's it no, no DQ. Well, but even so, like, it's a no DQ match, right? So the, a lot of this match was Mad Cat Moss and Baron Corbin double-teaming Drew mm. until Baron Corbin stopped <laughs> and just stood on the outside being like, no, uh, Mad you, Cap, help. You got it from here, man. Like, Mad Cap Moss being beaten up and Drew's on the outside being like, oh, like, oh come on, Mad <laughs> Get in and help him. That's what you've been doing for the rest of this match. When Drew chased him off and he ran to the back, I was like, oh, that's a great way to write Baron yeah. Corbin out so you can stop all this double team stuff. But no, he just came, seconds later. He just came back out. He was like, is he? Oh, he stopped chasing me. Great. <laughs> oh, great. I'll come back again. So I, there was some, some you know, inconsistencies there. We are building to Drew versus Corbin at Mania. Poor old Drew there. Crying. I don't know what he did to deserve that. And no. what is the... It's got to be sword on a pole match, right? Yeah. One well, of first blood with the sword. <laughs> you can't... You have set it up now that you are going to decapitate <laughs> someone or stab someone with this sword, and you're not going to pay off on that. This is like in TNA when um, uh, Abyss had that board with nails in it, mm. and they kept teasing, oh my God, Abyss is going to hit someone with it. And I'm like... Well, eventually you're going to have to pay off on that and you're going to have to hit someone with a board with nails on it. But like, the, the thing is, a way of doing that, which is you can set up a really violent weapon like the Young Bucks did with the, with the, the thumbtack boom. Yeah. Because while that will suck so much to take, it's not a sword. <laughs> like you, could, you could set up like a, or a, like a baseball bat with, with barbed wire on it. You can hit someone with that and it will hurt like hell, but you can do it safely. Yeah. You can't do anything with a sword that unless you do the whole sort of through the armpit and he goes, oh, <laughs> you imagine? oh. <laughs> or like, like, I don't know. It's a cinematic match where it's yeah. like swing. And then you just see this head rolling off. It's like, oh my God, happy Corbin's dead. I mean, if it, and the next night Baron Corbin returns and goes, oh man, well, I had a smaller head guy. underneath. <laughs> I mean, Ray Mysterio he comes back with an eye patch and goes, oh, I'd say Ray did lose an eye. Yeah. <laughs> so it's entirely possible. Um, but anyway, yeah, shock horror. Drew McIntyre won. Mm. Um, then we got Lita versus Becky Lynch. I thought this was a really fun match. It was fun. I really uh, enjoyed this. Becky sold sold so much. Oh, I mean, for God. her hero. That's exactly what I've written here. Yeah. Becky's selling of this is so great. Yeah, and like, yeah, Lita's not. Like, Lita was never the world's greatest wrestler, and not all of her moods were slick. But Becky did her job to the point where she made everything look. Oh, looked fine. Yeah, and it was it was as long as it needed to be. Yes, the finish was kind of like oh, it came, it did slightly come out of nowhere, but it was everything it needed to be, and it 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 wasn't a match to be like oh wow, look at Becky Lynch, she can be Lita. This was very much a let's give Becky a match against Lita in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, that's what they want. I so when the finish came around, I was making my notes, and so Lita, sorry, Becky goes up to do the moonsault, mm. and she misses. And Lita hits a twist of fate, and she goes up and does her moonsault, and Becky kicks out. I was like, what an amazing spot that was. Yeah. And I was doing this um, in the spare room uh, last night. I was, I was watching the show last night and making my notes for it, which means that I had it in... Usually I would have it on my second screen. So I'd have that on the, the show on my screen yeah. and on my laptop so I could make my notes. But I didn't have that option. So I just had the show in one tab and my notes in another tab. And I watched that spot where Becky kicked out. I went to my notes <laughs> to make notes on that. And the next thing I know, I just hear one, two, three. Becky's going, I'm like, what the hell happened? Go back to the tab. And yeah, Becky's I also, won. I also looked down. I think I, think I was like, oh, I think I went to grip, grab my drink and I went, oh. Oh, Becky's won. I, didn't, I genuinely didn't see the finish. Yeah. 
I I'm think assuming was it was a man slam. Yeah, it was a man slam. Okay. Yeah, it's like three different matches. This happened. Like Roman won, and you were like, "Oh, Roman's won." <laughs> then in this one, "Oh, Becky's won," and then in the main event, "Oh, Brock's just yeah, won." Yeah. Like a lot of like anticlimactic finishing stuff. It was very weird. But I thought this was really good. My only, if I was to give a, a slight critique to mm -hmm. this, um, I'm annoyed that they have dropped Becky's rope thing. Yeah. So like Becky kept grabbing the ropes to win. That's how she beat Charlotte. It's mm. how she beat Bianca. It's how she beat Liv. I don't think it's how she beat Doudrop, but I really think it probably should have been. Yeah. And because then surely you were doing that. Like if you were doing it in three different matches, you are building for someone to kick out of that spot, which would be Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. Mm. But I think you need to do it in more matches to build that spot up so that when Bianca does kick out of it, it feels like a big deal. So I, I, for me, I, I think that's how Lita should have, sorry, it's how Becky should have won here mm. by hooking the ropes. And also, because they didn't do it here, by the time WrestleMania comes around, unless she keeps doing it, people have forgotten that that's a thing she does. Exactly. And so when Bianca kicks out of it, people won't be like, oh my God, or, that's the thing. They'll go, oh. Or they don't do that spot at Mania, mm. which case it just sort of renders the build the, for yeah, it between yeah. Charlotte, Bianca, and Liv Pointless. I've, I've seen quite a few people who, bait on the back of this, and Lita, I know she's now said this is it's a one and one match, one and done, but she has previously said, no, I probably could have another run. I've seen a lot of people saying, Sash, give Sasha a match against Lita. Didn't, like, Beth Phoenix was awesome yeah. at um uh the the royal rumble mm -hmm. actually so was maurice really yeah. maurice was wicked in that match lita was really good here and wwe's women's division is lacking star power i think having them there and working with some of them going over actual programs wouldn't be the worst thing in the world mm. I'd, I'd actually be all for it because yeah they are missing something in their women's division currently particularly on raw um, isn't the report that the Bellas might come back for a match against yeah. Vega and yeah I think that was for Wrestlemania oh, right no, which again yeah. is more of that celebrity yeah. like using the outsides of the part time as the people who've got reality TV shows to have the big match at Mania mm. to bring I mean they are desperate to sell out both nights doing like various two for one two. sales <laughs> like they're it was weird seeing that it literally called it two for one Friday at Wrestlemania and they did two for one Valentine's Day like it's, I mean like, if you've missed one of them there'll be another Tuesday yeah. where you can get a two and for also one. you could turn up at Wrestlemania this year and probably get a free cop probably ticket get, you'll get a cop ticket somebody walking around going oh guys this is big wrestling show do you we really need to fill the seats. Can you take these, please? We need to announce there's over 100,000 people here, including the people that work there. Five million people in here. You've um, you've never been to a WrestleMania. I've never been to any American wrestling show. No, neither have I. I was talking to Denise about this. Do you want to go to a WrestleMania? I would only go to WrestleMania if I had a good seat because there are those nosebleed seats where you can't tell what's happening. Yeah. And I'm sure it's a great atmosphere. But... Especially in those open air ones as well. Like I think it was the one with the the rock with the palm trees mm. over it. And like it's from certain positions you couldn't even see the ring. No, and there was there was the, there was the Randy Orton match a couple of years ago where, where the, the sun the, came the, down. The, the, oh, there, there was, was like the light. There was the like a light, red light yeah. was in people's eyes. Uh, I don't know. Like I think if I, I think if Ollie announced, oh by the way, everyone wrestle talk, we're gonna go to WrestleMania next year. That would be amazing. But I wouldn't just be going. Oh, I'm gonna go to WrestleMania on my own this year. Yeah, it's I, like I wouldn't. It's almost like I wouldn't want to go to like a Champions League final on my own. Like I'd really enjoy it with lots of people, but I don't think I would enjoy the whole atmosphere. I'm not very, I'm not very, that's not really my scene. I, yeah, I think if we went on a work trip, mm. then yeah, outside of that, I haven't been before. 
I probably won't go now. No. But if we went for work, then I would go. But I don't think I would go out of my way to go to a WrestleMania. The point I made to Denise was it's too long. It like, is. I, I, those seven-hour WrestleManias, I couldn't think of anything worse. It's bad enough watching it at home. But being there where you've got no escape. You can sit on your sofa at home. You can go for a pee uh, whenever I you like. I can pause it and I can leave and I can go and like. But to watch a whole seven hours of it in a like an arena chair as well. Now, I obviously didn't win the, the belt yesterday from Ollie. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really care. The only thing that... I mean, sorry. Yes, I do. Yes. Well, of course you did. I, I, mm-hmm. uh, but the only thing that I was disappointed about like properly was like, oh, I've got to watch Night One on my own. <laughs> <laughs> i got to sit there and go... Because I can watch, I can still watch night two on, two with you, go with everyone because I've, with I've, I've got the jamble win. But now I've got to sit there during night one, going, oh, this is really long. <laughs> I mean, it might be shorter because it's over two nights now, so it might just be a yeah, four-hour show. I'm trying to my way onto it. Go, no, but I, I, uh, you need me to be there for news coverage. For news coverage, <laughs> yeah, WrestleTalk.com. <laughs> Uh, and the last thing to talk about actually didn't happen, which was the Usos versus the Viking Raiders. The Usos attacked them before the match, so it didn't yes. even start. The, the, the WrestleTalk.com live results say, The Viking Raiders make their way out to the ring, but are ambushed by the Usos before they can make it to the ring. The match is off. Great. What a waste of time. What a waste of time flying <laughs> flying the uh, the Viking Raiders out there for like, this. You could fly the Usos over, understandably, because they've got to be in sort of Roman's entourage, but the Viking Raiders... And also, it was a bit like the Bobby thing, where they got attacked, but not very yet violently. No, and like the and cup- they were just going, oh, oh man, I got how- pushed, I got pushed into the stairs. <laughs> how can I? How can I possibly carry on? I think this was really stupid. And apparently, this wasn't because they were short on time. This was always the plan. It was never going to happen. Why did you announce it for the show? They because like I'm just going to do it on SmackDown. What a terrible advert for but, SmackDown. This is. But like the commentary said, man, the Usos clearly don't want this match. I'm like, why? <laughs> Jimmy beat one of them on TV in 90 seconds and a also, few weeks back. Look how rubbish they are. They just got hit once, and they're going, oh, I can't, it's I can't, so easy to I beat can't, up. I can't possibly compete in this one. And I, I, I speak to Pete in the office the other day. I went, so because I was doing my predictions, I said, have they built the Viking Raiders at all? Really? I was back there. Like, no. no. <laughs> I was like, okay, so they're not going to win then, are no. they? <laughs> It was so weird. Yeah, the coach was like, man, you said really don't want this match. I was like, I would. What an easy win this is. <laughs> um, oh, poor Viking Raiders. But that was the Elimination Chamber. Um, overall, if you were to give it a score, what would you say? What were your final thoughts on it? I think if I hadn't watched it with Ollie mm-hmm. in the studio and we were having a having a laugh and having the chats and stuff like that, the flossing and, and flossing and doing it for charity. I probably would have been, I probably would have said a two and a half out of five, mm-hmm. but because of the everything like that, I, at the time I gave it three and a half out of five because I did enjoy most of it. But looking back at the actual reviewing it, it's like it wasn't actually that great, was it? Yeah, like it was. We have gone into the new era of the Saudi shows, like the Saudi shows when we're past Greatest Royal Rumble mm. and Tawake Cup and Undertaker and Kane <laughs> versus DX and uh. you know Undertaker Goldberg and all this sort of stuff. We're past that era, mm. and they're now just regular shows. You know, Crown Jewel last year was just a WWE show. I much prefer it this way, yeah. where we're just going to do regular shows over there. They're not extended house shows or anything like that, or worse pieces of propaganda which is what the first one was um like i much prefer it this way but on the back of that then that means they're no longer the dreadful shows that they used to be they can just be either 
the brilliance that WWE can often be or the meh that WWE can also often be. And this was in case was just one of the meh side of things. Yeah. It was just a, it was a paint by numbers show. Some good, perfectly serviceable matches. Yeah, totally. But overall, there was some very questionable booking, and it and it leaves us in a bit of a what what we what's going to happen at WrestleMania. Yeah, exactly. And I, I would say that this. I mean, actually, do you know what? At two hours and fifteen minutes. A lovely time. Yeah. Flew by, really. Uh, but let's have a look at what you thought on the poll. 43% of you thought that this was a 3 out of 5 thumbs in the middle show. 27% saying it was 2 out of 5. 22% saying it was a 1 out of 5 show. I don't think it was. I don't, yeah, like you say, I don't think it was a 1 out of 5 show no, at all. But I, I think that's a pretty, pretty standard and pretty acceptable poll, to be honest. I think so, yeah. Uh, let's get into the rest of your ultra chats. Ding, ding, ding. This is your last opportunity to get involved in the conversation. Let's see what we've got here. Uh, Russell Tyler Sanderson says, Can someone explain why Cole kept calling the World Heavyweight Championship the WWE Championship? Are we just going to ignore the big gold belt was a thing? Uh, yeah, I think because, yeah, they've, just, they've, it's, they've joined forces. It's in they, the past they, now. They unified the belts. And yeah, I think to start calling it the World Heavyweight Championship, I, I was amazed that they called, Bobby Lashley said that he won the ECW Championship. Mm. I was amazed that they referenced that. Um, William Rosmer said, now Cody can come to terms uh, in and end racism by defeating Brock. Maybe people will respond better here than the Yagogo feud, right? Maybe, guys? Looks like it's time for the old Cody-verse in this company. Well, did you see the chat where someone says, hey, they could, uh, Cody could turn up in Saudi Arabia and end sexism. <laughs> That's really good. Um, I actually popped the in Kenny Omega's interview he did with Wrestling Observer Radio that he called it the Cody Cody because it, it's like he it was very much a Cody's off doing whatever he does well, you the Cody verse or whatever. We're all it is. very much in the well, we'll do our thing, Cody, and you can do whatever it is you do. It's weird, isn't it? That like we Ollie and I have been saying this in the Dynamite reviews, and it's not just us. People have been saying it in the chats and in live chats and in mega chats and stuff. And we talked about it in the office that it mm. always felt like yeah, Cody is just on this island. Going in Raw used to call it Cody Island. Yeah, and literally in AEW, that is what was happening backstage. We're like, well, Cody has literally got his own pocket universe within AEW, and he just does that. I was in very interested, just like just how honest Omega was. Just he's like, yep. Yeah. That's just how it was. Yeah. I, I don't think it was money. I just think he just stopped enjoying yeah. because people we weren't listening to his booking decisions. <laughs> uh, the Adnap 2 said, it's obvious how to kayfabe a sword. Put your hand over it like Triple H yeah. does with the sledgehammer. That hurts. So, <laughs> Ow! <laughs> how, how long would his arms have to be to get the entire claymore in? Oh my God. But you're absolutely... Do you know what Adnap 2? Just bonk him on the head I at the end of it. I bet you that is what they do. Like he just does that and he just bonks him on the head with his hands. And they're like, oh my god, he hit him with the sword. Oh, like, he slashes at him. Baron Corbin goes, oh, bursts like a blood pack on his chest. And is like, oh, I'm dying. Oh, I just didn't go that far. Uh, the Lost Poet said, where does this leave Cody? Do you just leave him off Mania now? I mean, you mentioned there Seth Rollins. Um, I, he'll be on Mania. I think Whether it's in a Mania. match or just as a promo, he'll almost certainly be at Mania. It's the show that they want 
everyone to see and they'll be yeah. like look who well, we've got back i my fantasy booking was that you keep cody off tv until the raw after mania mm. and you have roman reigns come down with having conquered the beast and he says there's literally no one in this company left for me to beat and that's when cody comes out and you set up cody versus roman for the next roman pay-per-view. vacates the belt to cody immediately and goes actually i'm actually on smackdown anyway <laughs> yeah, i'm not even supposed to be here today <laughs> Uh, Ten Ruzza, after going to the Super Showdown show here in Melbourne, Australia at the MCG, getting a taste of what a big stadium show from WWE feels like, it'll, it's fun to do Mania. It was fun, Luke. I've done Wrestle Kingdoms and they're brilliant. I haven't done WrestleMania yet. Look, I'm sure it'd be grand, but like I've got no interest in doing one. Ollie informed me yesterday, and you may, may have known this, that the Tokyo Dome is, infla- is, is it's inflated. It's inflated, yeah. Surely that could go wrong. I mean, yeah. Probably, but they, windy. yeah, I know, but yeah, well, yeah, if Storm yeah. Eunice comes, comes through, um, I mean, in fact, Ten Rosa, Ollie and I got offered to go out to Mania. Which one was it? The one I think it was the one in Orlando, the one with the theme park set. Thirty four. Is that thirty four? It was either that one. No, or, 30, no that was thirty three. When the Hardys came back. Yes. So yeah. it was either that one or Mania thirty four. Might have been Mania thirty four actually in New Orleans that we got offered tickets to and we mm. didn't go. So. We, it's just it, I'm, it's fine like, yeah. I, I, I quite enjoy going to wrestling shows but if I don't go to a Wrestlemania I'm not going to be like oh my god I really missed out on going to a Wrestlemania a Royal Rumble however mm. love to go to a Rumble yes me too um, Anubis282 said I think they should have reworked the Bobby thing at the chamber given Mad Cat Moss got properly dropped on his head and there being no concussion protocol for him maybe the Bobby thinks he, make the Bobby thinks even more out of place yeah I don't know I just I, like I don't know how bad his shoulder is, obviously. So I don't know whether he could take to could have taken any bump. Um, like have Brock Lesnar enter, do the spot he did on Austin Theory, kicks the door in on Bobby, wipes Bobby out, and that's a much more believable way than a buckle bomb. Well, I thought that's what they were going. So because people get hit by by like a double buckle bomb all the time, like getting thrown onto you. Yeah. So it doesn't it doesn't make Bobby look like anything so i i saw this match kind of in reverse in a way because i'd watched the first hour of it with Mm. you guys on um while i was just finishing up some work and then i went to go and look after the kid and then we put the kid to bed and i went and i watched the show and i thought well i may as well watch the show live because i can just see the how the show finishes and so i i came in just as brock lesnar was about to come into the chamber right and all of a sudden like I was watching you two react to it being like, well, what's going to happen with Bobby? And it comes up and I'm like, well, Bobby's obviously still in this pod then because his name is up there. And then it, Bobby's thing goes off and then he's not there. And I'm like, <laughs> like what happened to Bobby? <laughs> and so then I spent the match being like, well, the rest of me being like, oh man, I wonder what happened to Bobby. Like, oh. So when I went to watch the match from the start, I was even more underwhelmed yeah. because I'm like, Oh, was that it? We were building yourself up to sort of like, oh my, oh my god, god is what did he do to Bobby? Been like zapped out by the returning Wyndham or exactly. Uh, always be scamming. Said, hey guys, how's life going? Do any of you use better help? Also, can I get a holla holla and a Finn Balor the big push, please? Tempest has used better help. In uh, fact, I've used better help. Have you really? Yeah, uh, a couple of years ago, during I'd say the first year of lockdown, I was living on my own. Uh, my flatmate had moved out. Um, and yeah, I just I, I I'm very bad at working from home, as you as you are aware. I love coming into the office, and I like being around people. I like being around people. I, I struggle to to just sort of sit there and 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 kind of with my own thoughts. So, yes, it was very good to kind of you sort of it was to help kind of build coping mechanisms for that. So, and it's not just 
for like I think a lot of people think therapy is oh I'm I'm depressed therefore I need therapy. It's for a multitude of different things: anxiety, work stress, home stress, relationship. They also uh, I think they have a a partner site uh, which is purely for relationship uh, counselling and therapy. So they're a fantastic service. Mm. I really, really highly recommend and it's great that we are being supported by them. Yes, absolutely. Thank you very much for that. Uh, and Lightly, lastly, has been a member for five months in a row. And I'm assuming that is what you use your your free ultra chat for the month to do was just to let us know you've been in Fernberg for five months. We very much appreciate you. And we appreciate all 1,500 people that are watching this show right now. If you're here, do give us a little thumbs up. We really do appreciate it. Thank you all so much for watching. We'll be back, we'll be back Tuesday to do the Raw review. Ollie and I will be back together like Renegade Masters here in the studio reviewing Monday Night Raw, the fallout of Elimination Chamber. Um, but until then, have a great weekend, everyone. I have been Luke Owen, D-A-D. That has been Randy Andy Datsun, and that was wrestling. Jam that jam. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.